Have do you ever pop your toes? No, and I, this okay. This will be the this will be the intro to the podcast. All right, <laughs> let me tell this story. <laughs> my mother, not the soap cutting, just no, the, the toe popping. My mother would tackle me, sit on my stomach, and pull my toes until Ooh. they popped. No, why? I, was, she, I bet it felt good. No, it was absolute oh. torture. I hated it so much because she wanted to hear the noise. Or? I don't know. I don't know what possessed her to do this. Have like, you asked her lately? Be like, hey. No. <laughs> you should be like, hey, mom. So why? Remember those like, times? Like, would you... she go all ten? And until they popped, until like. I don't think, I, how do you pop your big toe? That's gotta hurt. Pull it. Ugh. Like she, she took the toe and just pulled. Until See, that it... hurts. Like I'll push it down like this. Like push it down towards. So I used Ooh, to, like I used that. to could bend my toes down and pop them, but uh, mm. that I stopped. She ruined them. She ruined me. Okay, if I'm barefoot and I have my feet propped up, somebody walks by, my toes clench. PTSD. It is. Toe PTSD. Who knew? That's fantastic. Like, she didn't ever explain. She'd just be like, hey. No. She, she thought it was hilarious because I squirmed so much. What do you think Audrey or Joey would do if you tackled them and started popping their toes? Mm, I've pulled Audrey's toes before. Yeah. I'm just playing with her picks. Uh-huh. I'm going to get them. And I'll uh-huh. pull them. And they've popped before. And sometimes she laughs and thinks it feels good. And other times she says sometimes it hurts. Sometimes it hurts. It hurts. It absolutely hurts. My sister loves it, though. So that's, that's a bit, a whole of, bit of my family dysphoria there. <laughs> a little view into the Hoffman thing. <laughs> <laughs> Toe popping and all. All right. Let's, let's do this. Hello and welcome to another episode of the My College Story podcast. I am Miranda Davis. And I'm Brian Motto. And we are the College Advising Office. Today we have no guests with us today, but we have a fun topic. I like this topic. I love this topic. I'm excited. Super important. Yeah. So today we are talking about going on college tours. Let's go on a tour. Let's do it. I think we should do more this year. I've missed it. I'm ready to go back. Let's go to like all the colleges. It's always fun. It's just rejuvenating. It's energizing to be on a college campus. Yeah. There's just, yeah, energy is the right word. There's, yeah. There is an energy when you are on campus and it's, it just, it's just makes you realize, you know, especially for the students, what they're, what they're going for. Yeah. And then for us, it kind of almost brings it back a little bit. Yeah. A little nostalgic. A little, a little nostalgia. Um, so we've got some great questions we're going to answer during this one but the first the most important question is what is the importance of a college tour I think since I've been in college admissions the single most important factor for the students is just getting their themselves on campus Mm -hmm. so that they can see what life is like there I remember when I worked in admissions, we would always say, if we can get a student to visit, you know, our our chances of yielding that student mm-hmm. if they apply improve tenfold. Yeah. And and for the students though, getting to be able to see what life is like there, what the students look like, what they're wearing, how they act, just all of those things is it's I don't know that I can put into words how important it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think 
it's sometimes it's either the make or break of the decision, right? Like there's a lot of times that going on campus, they're like, yes, this is it. And we talked about, so we're doing our recordings a little out of order, but we talked to the alum yesterday and she said such like profound words that when, and it just like hit me and it's going to be on my personal quote board because I just love it so much. And she said that going, she knew once she left that campus that she would be so upset if she would never get to come back. Like, that's just, that's the epitome of mm-hmm. why you should go on college tours. Yeah. I love that. That's yep. going to be my quote of the year, just so you know. <laughs> I think it's great. I know just my own personal experience, which, yes, was a very long time ago, but I went on three college tours, mm-hmm. and the school I ended up going to, when we drove onto campus, mm-hmm. I knew Immediately. it was it was different already, yes, yeah. in a good way. Yeah. Um, so... There's it's it is extremely important to be able to get yourself there, to see it, to mm-hmm. feel it. It's so. a magical experience sometimes. Can be. Can be. I will say that was the one thing that I didn't do when I was looking at colleges because my college story is way different. But and we've talked about it. But I think that's what I love almost the most about starting this job was all the campuses. I think all the campuses we go to when we take our students, I'd only been on one, maybe two. Mm-hmm. And just like how different they are and how different things, they're the same, but they're different in different environments and different vibes and different, it's just magical. The information on the tour a lot of times is is very similar. They all say something pretty similar, but yeah, that energy, the vibe, the feel of each place is different. Nothing like it. All right. So first up, when should they go on a college tour? So if possible. Mm-hmm. it's always best to visit when classes in session. Definitely. So, you know, fall, spring, always good. It's always good to see class in session, mm-hmm. be able to see the students hustle and bustle. Um, if you have to visit in the summer, that's fine. Yeah, which mm-hmm. is a lot of the time the most convenient. Right, but but just I, I always tell students when they visit in the summer, especially if they're visiting a smaller school mm-hmm. where there's not a lot going on on campus, set realistic expectations. Yeah. And the story I always tell about this, <laughs> I was working at Butler University and I was touring a family on a Saturday morning in the summer. On a, even on the, and on a Saturday. Exactly. <laughs> and the student, we were we were done with the tour and the student goes, this place is boring. Where are all the students? And I kind of remember looking at the kid going, where do you think you are? <laughs> well, I mean, it was it was nuts that that was the expectation that, first of all, on a Saturday morning yeah. anyway, but then in the middle of the summer yeah. at a school that is a very traditional four-year school. So, mm-hmm. you know, almost all of the students are home for the summer. Um, you know, no, especially when you go to some of those smaller liberal arts mm-hmm. colleges in the summer, there's not going to be anybody yeah. there. Well, and it's different, like an A&M or a UT or, or OU, those bigger colleges. I mean, yes, they're going to have students, but it's not going to be near as right. busy and crazy and normal as during the semester when students right. are actually in yeah. session. Yeah. So if possible during the school year mm-hmm. when students are there. Yeah. And if anything, during the summer, it's good to see, you get to see the campus. You probably get to see a little more because there aren't as many classes in session. I think with the summer tours, the goal really is just to see if you even like it Yeah, and see if you want to go back. Yeah. Awesome. So 
I think we get a lot of questions about this too is, you know, they're always like, well, what, what, how, when do we need to start looking? And I think you've almost always said anytime, start now, just get boots on, boots on the ground, boots on the ground. Yeah. It's anytime you have the opportunity to drive through a campus or go visit, do it, take that opportunity. Um, you're, you'll always come back with a nugget of information of this is something I liked or, Hey, this is something I didn't like, Mm -hmm. or I liked this feel. Mm Um, you know, my son is going into the fourth grade and recently some of uh, his classmate or one of his classmates who is also his best little buddy, his family drove to Charleston along the way. They stopped at different campuses to Mm -hmm. see the football stadiums (laughs) and just even listening at that age to what, he has uh-huh. taken from those drive-bys <laughs> is great. So obviously I'm not saying, you know, as third graders, you should go be visiting campuses, but if you have a chance to drive by when as a seventh and eighth, ninth mm-hmm. grader, when you're on family trips or anything, do it, take that opportunity. Yeah. Cause a lot of, I mean, we've had, I know Conley told us that one of the things she loved when she was looking at schools was she liked the matching buildings. Yeah. So if that's if that's your jam, you can drive through a campus and know whether the buildings are matching. Architecture is important. <laughs> I had I know when I was going through the process myself, my idea of college was red brick and white column. That's just what I had in my head. Is that what Hanover was? It is. It was Georgian architecture. It was red brick, red brick, white column, and copper roofs that had they they, they were so old that they had kind of had that patina over it that mm. was. Uh, you know, almost more white and blue mm-hmm. than, than what we think of as traditional copper. So like what you see in the movies as a college mm-hmm. campus. Is yeah, what very much. That's for. in my head what it was. There you go. So what do they need to do before going on a college tour? How do they need, is there any prep that needs to go into hand? Do they need to get ready for anything? Like just what needs to happen? So the first thing is definitely plan ahead. Yep. Make a schedule ahead of time. You know, if you're just driving by winging, it's great. Yeah. But if, you know, for those students, mm-hmm. As sophomores, juniors who are really starting the process, yes, plan ahead, schedule a tour mm-hmm. and an information session. And they can do that through the college websites. They make it very easy anymore. Easy. The admission websites are great with that. They can go on there, find the calendar, pick a month, a date, and a time. Mm-hmm. Um, All else fails, call the admissions office. Yeah, right. Um, so tour and admission session. The admission session typically is a half hour, 40 minutes of information from one of the admission officers just about their school, about their admission process. So those are the two things you definitely want to do. And for some of those schools that maybe aren't as selective, mm-hmm. um, so those some of those moderately selective schools will even offer you an opportunity to interview with an admission officer. Take it. Take mm-hmm. that opportunity. The more you can... Get to know, put your face in, in front of them, the better. So I will right. always say, take that opportunity if it's offered. Yeah, because it does. And we'll talk about this more in another yep. episode, but mm-hmm. it doesn't do anything but help at that. Yeah. And some of the other things just to think about, if you definitely know what you want to study, try to make an appointment with that school. So say, you know, you want to study engineering mm-hmm. and it's a place like UT. Um, call Cockerell, see if they have a tour of the engineering facility available. That mm-hmm. that certainly will help you, again, get a better grasp of what goes on on campus. Yeah. And I think it's even important if you don't know, but you have like, well, I'm thinking about this and I'm maybe that. Maybe, that's almost even more important to go through those schools and ask questions and, you know, see what they're all about. Because there may be something during that tour that you're like, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. this is what I want to do. Yeah. Yeah. 
another part of this that I would offer, and, and parents, please don't take this the wrong mm-hmm. way, but parents let your students take the lead. Yep. And so certainly with some of the planning aspect, right, of travel and things like that, the parents might have to yeah. do some of that. Um, <laughs> but but especially once on campus, parents let your students take the lead when they go into the admission office. Let them do the talking. Um, you know, if you have some questions on tour, that's great. Parents ask away. But but again, let your student do as much as as possible. Yeah, and I think I've heard some families talk about like when they're in the car on their way, maybe when they're close, they talk about okay, well, what questions would you ask? Like, what questions do you have? And the parents kind of encourage and kind of help cultivate those questions before they went on the tour, so the student knew, you know, because. It's hard sometimes to think on the spot, oh gosh, what kind of questions? Because you always come up with them afterwards, right? You're like, mm-hmm. oh, I should have asked this question. But, you know, maybe talk about it beforehand. Like, what questions would you have? Like, what do you want to ask? What do you want to know so that they know going in what questions that they want to ask? Yeah. Not a bad idea. Good advice. Great advice. So another thing we've talked about before is now, especially for the juniors and the maybe going into senior year, Start talking about those non-negotiables before you go on campus. So that way you can kind of have that in the back of your mind. And it could be questions that you ask of, okay, what are some of my non-negotiables at this point? Like Mm -hmm. what kind of program do I want to have? What kind of, you know, and it could just being on campus could be part of the non-negotiables. Do I want the buildings all to match? Check, check, check. Just start talking about those and getting that uh, list going so that you can look at that ahead of time and know going into the tour as well. Absolutely. Lovely. All right. So they've planned ahead. They've talked about their questions. They've scheduled all the things. What should they expect on the actual tour? So depending on the college, well, most colleges anymore try to make it as personal as possible. So two to three families typically in a group. Which right now may be smaller. Yeah. So that they can hear the tour guide, you know, things like that. Mm -hmm. Typically the tour guide is going to guide you or obviously guide you around campus, but they're going to walk backwards. They're going to talk probably a little bit in between Mm -hmm. stops, but they're going to, I think what they've done now is most of them get to a specific spot and then talk. Mm -hmm. And then you walk from point A to point B. So there's not as much talking along the way, but students, first of all, dress appropriately. Okay. And that does definitely does not mean you need to be in your Sunday best, but, but we don't want you to look raggedy. Right. Mm -hmm. So, you know, a nice, a nice shirt, a nice pair. If, if it's in the summer, wear shorts, but Mm -hmm. you know, no holes, no, no, I don't even know. Just appropriate. Frills. Right. Yeah. You're still Mm -hmm. representing your school because you will check in and tell them what school you attend. Right. Yep. So not only you're representing yourself, your family, Mm -hmm. but you are absolutely representing all saints. So, um, so, so dress appropriately, groom yourself appropriately. Um, maybe don't take a shower that day. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um, don't judge all of the students at the college on what your tour guide is like. Yep. I think that's another big one. Um, I've because been on it's, some. It's a toss up. It is. I I've been on some colleges that the first experience I had was amazing. The tour guide was amazing. And then the next time I went back and the tour guide was terrible mm-hmm. and it is, it's a totally different, it's a totally different feel. So your tour guide plays a big role in, in, in kind of your perspective mm-hmm. or view of the school, but don't judge all of the students yeah. based on that tour guide. Guys, these tour guides are hired, uh, typically, uh, from, you know, a pool of applicants and, 
so you never know. So just don't judge, don't judge all the students. Um, other things on the tour, I would say you can expect anywhere from an hour to an hour and a half walking tour. Some schools anymore put you on a little golf cart, golf cart and drive you around. Mm-hmm. So it just depends on on the school. But I would plan for an at least an hour long mm-hmm. tour. If you have time to eat lunch or eat a meal when you're there, do it. Yep. It's very telling to be able to walk into the <laughs> dining hall and see students who are not paid by the admission mm-hmm. office. Uh, sit down, talk with them. They're going to be the ones that give you the real skinny on everything going on Absolutely. on campus. Well, so. and part of, I guess we could have said beforehand, you know, if we have families that are going to specific colleges, if they ask us nine times out of 10, we have a student or a former student that we could set them up with to talk with on campus as mm-hmm. well. I mean, we've got a great spread out rain raining whatever i don't know where i was going with that but we've got a great network of an alum at a bunch of different campuses that we could you know hook them up with and they could meet mm-hmm. with them at lunch or just meet with them for a minute to chat and talk and nine times out of ten they'll give you a tiny mini tour of something if you wanted it right as well. and a lot of times a lot of times we will know one of the admission officers mm-hmm. as well the, the person that would read for east texas that we can at least say hey go say hi to this person yeah. so yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I also, um, I like, so, and I think as well, you should go, maybe if you don't have a great tour, but it's still one of the colleges that you're looking at, go do another tour because it could be a whole different experience. Mm -hmm. So when I think that goes to the planning ahead, Mm -hmm. go see if you can try to see multiple schools on the same day, right? I mean, it's, it's very easy to do, Mm -hmm. to do two tours in one day if the schools are not that far apart. And, um, and by the, not that far apart hour, hour and a half, two hours, it's still very easily doable to do two schools in one day uh, with, with them being that far apart. Mm -hmm. And all else fails. We've done this a lot too. If you know that you're going on a trip and you're going somewhere close and you want some advice, Mr. Motto is like the encyclopedia of colleges and how to get there and how quickly and which ones you need to go in what order. <laughs> so if you need planning parents, we can also help with that as well. Yeah. Um, okay. So they've gone on the tour. It was fantastic. They learned all the things. That's good. So what do they need? Is there anything they need to do after the tour? A little debriefing? Take good notes. Yeah. Especially if you're doing two tours in one day yes, and then the next day you're doing two more tours, they really can start to run together. Mm-hmm. So take good notes, maybe even take some pictures. Okay. When you're on the tour, I didn't say this earlier, but when you are on the tour, make sure you give the tour guide your undivided attention. Yeah. Students don't be on your phones. You know, parents understand if you're missing a day of work and you have to take a work call, that's fine. But, but try to be present in the mm-hmm. tour, right? Um, give, give that tour guide your undivided attention. But if you're taking pictures, great. Um, because again, they will, they will run together. I'll never forget. Absolutely. I was on a college a counselor tour and it was a, a seven day, what ended up being death March literally. And it was called the sunshine tour. So it was in the middle of February in Florida. So that part sounds great, right? Uh-huh. Mm. No, still hot. It was two to three schools per day. We saw like 18 to 20 schools in that, in that span. Ugh. I couldn't even tell you what they looked 18 like. To 20 it was seven miserable. Um, so but but if you are, if you're seeing two schools in a day and then back-to-back days, 
They will. They'll run together. So take some pictures, take some good notes, especially about students, how you felt while you were mm -hmm. on the campus. What was that gut feel? Miss Davis and I always say you can't ignore that mm -hmm. gut feel right when you walk onto campus. You you are going to feel something. Mm -hmm. Take note of what you feel. Yeah. Okay. Um, other things. Drive around the surrounding area. Yes. Right. Go see what's off campus. Yeah. What what's immediately in your in your immediate area? Is there things to do, places to eat, shopping. Ask, ask the tour guide what you should do while you're in town. Yeah. Oh, great. Yes. They always they always know the good places. Yep. Where to eat, where to hang out, what to do. I think we did that last time we were on a college visit. We asked our tour guide who was our rep. We're like, hey, so where should we go eat tonight? And they had great suggestions. We had a great time. Mm -hmm. We were in a teeny tiny little town too. Especially, I think those are the more important ones to go around. Because like you're in Dallas. Duh. There's lots of stuff to do in Dallas, even Austin. But in College Station, I'm just using the examples. Yeah, it's it's bigger than Tyler, but you still ask people, like, still go around, walk around, see what's there to do, especially if you're somewhere that you don't know, because the students are going to know better than anybody else what you should do and where you should go. They, and, yes. And the feel of the city. Feel of the city is important, be. and especially to our students now. I mean, you know, there are still students who are open to going to a more rural school, but mm -hmm. most of our students want to be in either a college town or a a, a, a city with a bigger population. Mm -hmm. um, and so even at that, getting to be able to really see the surrounding area, what's available, um, and maybe some of those uh, hidden gems yeah. out there that, that kind of make the experience better. Yeah. So, so I just thought about this. So I had a friend that her son wanted to go somewhere really far. And she was like, okay, so you're going to drive when we go visit. So she made him drive. I think they went to Tech, maybe. I can't remember. But And he was like, oh, it's not that far. It's not that far. She's like, okay, cool. So you're going to drive when we go there. So you can experience what this drive is going to be like by yourself there and back. And, and she was like, one, it was great because I didn't have to drive. But two, it gives the student kind of like a... A, rain, a gauge of like, okay, how physically is, how far is it? How far am I going to drive? Mm -hmm. This is what my drive is going to be like to and from home all the time. Yeah, I think that's great advice. And um, really having having that feel mm -hmm. for that is is good because the students, some of them don't have that concept yeah. of what five, six, seven, eight hours in a car <laughs> really looks like, especially if they're driving oops, uh, by themselves yeah. uh, home for, you know, a weekend. Exactly. Another thing, just I guess as we're kind of, my mind's kind of mm -hmm. running about this, students don't go visit on a game day, no. on a Saturday, especially if it's a big school. As your only visit. Yeah, as your only visit, right? I mean, you can use it as maybe an initial visit or, a, or a, even as a follow-up visit, mm -hmm. but don't think that game day Saturday is every, is every yeah what it, what day. it looks like all the time Ooh. um you know i so i lived in nashville tennessee for 4 years and worked at a large catholic high school mm -hmm. and i would say in any given year a quarter to a third of our students would go to the university of tennessee mm -hmm. but i always ask at our junior night you know raise your hands how many of you've been to visit ut knoxville and they'd all raise you know so many of them would raise their hand Keep your hands up, guys. How many of you have been there on a non-football day? Two. Most of the hands <laughs> at that point would go down. And so, you know, you have this unrealistic view of mm -hmm. the energy on campus and the, you know, that that type of thing. And you've got to remember, 
in in a great year you're going to have six maybe six home football games if mm-hmm. you're at a school that participates in division 1 football uh-huh. so you know don't judge only don't, by that on for those six six saturdays of the year right so yeah. so use that maybe as a piece of the puzzle mm-hmm. but don't 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 be jaded that that that's how it's going to be that's all how the time. It, right absolutely yeah because i mean woo, wow we tailgate a&m and that's a whole different a&m on a saturday mm-hmm. than it is because i mean i think it was the last time we went i was there on saturday for tailgating and then we were there on monday for a tour and it was like night and day. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Some of the other good pieces of advice being a Midwesterner, mm-hmm. um, you know, for a good six or seven or eight months of the year, the weather <laughs> really isn't that great. Mm-hmm. And I will always tell students, if you have any inkling of wanting to say, go to a school in Chicago, Loyola or Northwestern or uh, DePaul, go visit in February. I right. February. I mean, that's when it's going to be, that's when it's at its worst. Mm-hmm. Um, but fall in Chicago or even April spring is wonderful. Yeah. But that mm, little nugget. man, you do it's different. Go visit in when it's the worst. So you can really see what it'll be like. Yeah. And if you like it at that point, then you know, you're going like to like it in the go. other times of the year. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I think that is very important, especially from a Texas girl, that's a whole different kind of cold. Snowpocalypse ain't nothing compared to that's that. That's a normal, that's a, that's a snowpocalypse here last year was a, a, a normal. normal winter storm up there. <sighs> I don't know if I could. It wouldn't have slowed life down at all. Uh-uh. Electricity would have still been on probably. And roads would have been cleared. Oh man. I don't know if I could do it. That's not that bad. Okay. It's all what you get used to. It's all relative. So the last thing that they probably need to do afterwards is revisit the non-negotiable list. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. What's yeah. changed? Yeah. Has anything become jumped up to the top of the list? Yeah. Or have you added things to the list based mm-hmm. on your tour? You're yeah. like, ooh, I really like that. That's something I want to have on the yeah. campus. And and something you and I always tell the students too is sometimes knowing what you don't like yes. is more important than knowing what you like because it'll help us help you narrow that list down you know if you say well i know i want a big school well relative that's you know first of all yeah size is definitely Mm -hmm. relative um but that doesn't help us narrow your list down at all um but being able to come back and say you know something more specific that you didn't like that can really help us then start to narrow that list down yeah even if it is size if you're like oh i like um because we go to such a range like, oh, I like big, like A&M big, but I don't like UT big. Or I like, like someone told me TCU so big. I'm like, is it? <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. But they're like, but I love A&M. I'm like, hmm, okay. Let's talk about that for a minute. <laughs> yeah. It's all, even specific things. Like, I think we even had students that are like, I don't know. I just don't like this school. We're like, okay, that's fine. That definitely tells us how we can kind of rearrange all of your other places we want to see. Mm-hmm. I yeah. love it. That was give us the crazy face. Like, what do you mean you want to know what I don't like? Yeah, it's, it's helpful. Yep. <laughs> Helps us help you. Yeah. One of the other things, too, at the end, mm-hmm. uh, take note, especially of people in the admission office or professors, maybe that you have met. And maybe drop them a line afterwards. Uh-huh. Just a quick email saying, hey, it was great to meet you on my tour. Thank you so much for taking uh, a few minutes of your time yeah. to share your experiences with me. Make that, um, that can go a long way, especially for those admission officers who will potentially then be reading your application, mm-hmm. being able to have that, that follow-up contact 
face with a name, things like that, that all can go in your favor. Absolutely. And professors, especially from majors that you're interested in, mm -hmm. they can be a line of questioning whenever you're trying to make decisions yeah. later in life. We've had lots of students do that. I love it. All right. Any other fun nuggets you have? Just have fun. Yeah. I, this really, this is supposed to be a fun process. I mean, there's certainly an amount of stress that goes into it, mm -hmm. but especially with the visits and getting to know these colleges, just have fun. There's so many great places out there and there's not one just perfect place, right? Yeah. I mean, in 20 years, I've visited a lot of colleges and I, looking back now, I could see myself at a lot of them mm -hmm. and it's so fun to, to, to go do that. So have fun. So since you mentioned that, what, think about, think, think about it for a second. What, if you could name one college oh, that you visited that was the best visit and you were super impressed or like that you suggest that you would, I don't know, like what's been your favorite tour you've been on? I don't know if I could narrow it down. So I always, one. I always tell you that I was pleasantly surprised with the university of Miami. Yeah. Now, personally, I don't think I could see myself there, but it was a place that I went, you went in one way. I, yeah, I went in thinking, Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to hate this place. Blah, mm -hmm. blah, blah. I thought it was great. Yeah. Fantastic for the right student. Not at all what I had pictured in my head. Mm -hmm. um, What's the one? I can't remember. You always tell people, especially um, other counselors, they need to go visit. What's the one that has the piped in music? High Point University High Point. in North Carolina. Yeah. It is just outside Winston-Salem. And it was one of those places that when I was in Nashville in the early 2000s, it was it was a very attainable school for for students, yeah. um, strong academics, but still accessible. Mm -hmm. Right. It wasn't highly selective. And they had a president come in and he put all sorts of fountains in. He had music piped in to, to on. So when mm -hmm. you're walking around campus, there was music. I mean, it was just yeah, it's it's like its own little Disneyland. Yeah, so it was pretty awesome. <laughs> Yep. That's what, like singing rocks, yeah. rocks that are speakers. Yeah. I love it. I think one, one that always stands out is Elon yeah. in North Carolina. It's uh -huh. outside of Raleigh. Just an amazing, amazing place. Yeah. Uh, love Furman in South Carolina. Mm -hmm. That was another one. Um, Greenville's kind of a cool little town, city surrounding or around Furman. Um, I love Nashville. So Vandy's awesome. Yeah. Unless, um, unless you're Evan Pan. And you're trying to sleep while you drive through and they have a lot of speed bumps. That's oh. why he didn't like it. Do you remember that? I don't that? remember that story. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So he told us that, I think we were, when we were talking about what call came, he's like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not applying to Vandy. We're like, why? He's like, well, when we drove through, when we went to Nashville that one day, I was trying to sleep in the car and there was a lot of speed bumps and I kept hitting my head on the window. And so I just really don't like that campus. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he was truly looking at Vandy, but that was his reason why he wasn't going to apply. <laughs> Good reasons. Strong. <laughs> Super strong. Love it. All right. Well, any horror stories that you want to share? Nothing horror. No. I, I personally haven't had anything horrible. I've had some really bad tour guides before. Yeah. And you do. You you leave with that kind of that bad taste in your mouth. So again, you've got to kind of take the tour guide with a grain of salt and try to look past that. But but I do. We I I was with a group of students at a school in North Carolina. Uh -huh. And it was obvious that the tour guide did not want to be there that day. <gasps> Yeah. And 
I, and it's an amazing it's an amazing school. Mm-hmm. But those no, those kids all got on the bus and they were like, this place is a horrid. Mm-hmm. And so, again, take the tour guide with a grain yeah. of salt. <laughs> and go back a different day if it's somewhere you want to be. Awesome. I don't have as many good stories as you do. So it, when it rains, it's the worst. But that's about it. Yeah. But if you like it on a day that it rains, hey. you're going to love it when it's sunny. That's right. All right. Well, that is another lovely episode about college tours. As a pro tip, if you have any questions, always come ask us. We can always come answer or help in any form or fashion. But all right. So that is the end of this episode. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast. You get notifications every week when they come out on Thursdays. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at ASES College. And thanks for listening to My College Story. Thank you.